When my father, the Padishah Emperor, heard of Duke Leto's death and the manner of it, he went into such a rage as we had never before seen. He blamed my mother and the compact forced on him to place a Bene Gesserit on the throne. He blamed the guild and the evil old baron. He blamed everyone in sight, not excepting even me, for he said I was a witch like all the others. And when I sought to comfort him, saying it was done according to an older law of self-preservation to which even the most ancient rulers gave allegiance, he sneered at me and asked if I thought him a weakling. I saw then that he had been aroused to this passion not by concern over the dead duke, but by what that death implied for all royalty. As I look back on it, I think there may have been some prescience in my father too, for it is certain that his line and Muad'Dib's shared common ancestry. From In My Father's House by the Princess Irulan. How do you do, everybody? Howdy. Welcome to the Corral, uh, the Dune, the Sandy Corral. Uh, this is I've Read Dune with Rory Voy, and he is Rory Voy. Yeah. And he's Red Dune. <laughs> don't, and don't you forget it. And as always, they're the two story boys here at the side, and that's one of them is me, and that's Austin, who's me. And then the other one is Andy. That one's me. Yeah, and we're we're fun. We're down here at the Dune Corral, uh, ready to welcome you to mosey on into book two. And what's Dune? this? Oh, oh, what's this? It's a it's a a, a a sort of ladder, like an escape ladder, coming from a helicopter from above that says, "If you don't like the Corral theme, you can leave now and start over. We'll let you do it." How do you feel? Do you want the the, the, the ladder? No, I want. No, I I like it down here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's and significantly higher concept. <laughs> you are the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I like being in a corral. It's folksy and fun, but you know what? It's not about what I want right now. It is. <laughs> it is about what Rory is going to tell us for an hour or whatever or half an Rory hour. wants. <laughs> Rory gets. Oh yeah, and what Rory wants is more Dune. Yeah, well, what the fuck else is new? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're such a one-trick dune. Do they have uh, pony analogs on Arrakis? One-trick sandworm. (laughs) One-trick sandworm. I'm sure there are (laughs) other animals on Arrakis other than the sandworm, There are just smaller sandworms. Well, there's helicopters. Are you sure sure that's what they are? Ornithopters. Okay, cool. Just, (laughs) Just checking. I want to make sure I didn't get it wrong the last time I screwed it up. Rory, what do we got tonight? What do we got? Guys, this is this is book two. This is Muad'Dib. Shit. Book two, Muad'Dib. Uh, should we jump? Should we jump on in? I'd love it if we did. 
All right, guys. Chapter 23. Uh, this is after the, the break between books. So um, we open on Paul and Jessica have uh, weathered a storm in their... Uh, in their tent in the 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 fremen tent that they've the pop tent that they had <laughs> uh they are i think buried uh, they get out but uh at the moment i don't know if they dig out or just hang it underneath the underneath the sand but they're they're buried that was the quickest that you like <laughs> you didn't let me live in that suspense at all you were like they're buried i mean they get out <laughs> well you know <laughs> the book's not over it's not it's not Paul i mean and andy Mom. did you think they were Gonna just sort of Paul and Mommy's tent time, which is the name of the chapter. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we never get to have mommy tent time anymore. <laughs> Ever since you turned 16, you just never want to have Paul and Mommy tent time. <laughs> oh, they grow up so fast. Paul has uh, a pretty unpleasant drink from his still suit. Uh, oh, yeah. I bet I know yeah. what he's drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's piss. They just, they're, uh, they're hanging out. They're doing Paul and Mommy's tent time. Uh, then either. <laughs> is that the chapter title? <laughs> it's it's yeah, definitely it gotta be. <laughs> Jessica does some, does some Benny Jesuit meditation. Uh, and, uh, meanwhile, Paul finds, uh, Paul finds a shovel. Uh, or I think it's got some sort of <laughs> that fancy should name. That the chapter title. <laughs> Paul, Paul finds, finds a shovel. A shovel. <laughs> it's not too late. Uh, yeah. So they tunnel out. There's still no sign of Duncan, Idaho. So Duncan told Paul that if he was to be captured, if he gets captured, he uh, would only be able to hold out so long. So, like, in other words, don't stay here too long. If uh, if I'm captured, they have ways of extracting the information. Yeah. Right. So uh, since time has passed, Paul, Paul thinks they got to they got to hoof it. Uh, Jessica now realizing that she is um, what she describes as living in her son's orbit now, mm-hmm. which is, uh, you know, we, we've had this. I said from the beginning, book one, really, Jessica's the major, major actor of mm-hmm. of, uh, of uh, knowledge and insight and and just general plot progression. So so this has been the shift from the Lady Jessica book. Here I to, go to getting the sidelined. <laughs> uh, they see in the distance jet flares, uh, pillars of fire and uh, las guns. Is it a Ramstein concert? I was going to say a yeah. KISS concert. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, given the, that Paul and his mom have escaped, the Harkonnens have taken to just carpet bombing the area, killing anything that they can see in the hopes oh, of... Oh, sure. The American uh, hitting, Yeah, yeah. They're going... They're doing, the, they're doing drone strikes. Yep. And Paul and Jessica just go, uh, go right on down the other way. That's classic comedy. Classic comedy. So chapter 23 is a bit of a shorty. Shorty pie. How many pages is it on the book? Four. Uh, four. The old four pager. <laughs> what a chapter. I mean, it was for, for, for a four page chapter. It did have a really potent name. So. <laughs> <laughs> and still so many unanswered questions, you know, like where to get the shovel. All right. Chapter 24. Cut to <laughs> Thufer Howitt and his men outside of. Uh, Arakine? Oh. The city. The city, yeah. He is leading his men away from the town. Uh, How it thinks back on the invasion, being a Mentat, he considers it uh, in terms of data. How many ships, how many legions of enemies, when they were attacked, and so forth. And swears How many people does he need? How many boys? How many girls? Yeah, he's just doing Mentat (laughs) shit. Uh, 
and trying to figure out where they lost, why they lost. Uh, this is uh, another stunning failure on the part of Mentat Thufir Howitt. Yeah, oh, there's boy. no one left to punish him. <laughs> Damn, isn't that's like the Twilight Zone, you know, cruel <laughs> twist, right? <laughs> but I had oh, time he's so now. bad. There's time <laughs> to be punished. Oh, <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> but who will punish you... me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Howat swears vengeance on the traitor Jessica, uh, oh, promising to do whatever it takes to uh, to get her. Shit, because he because he didn't get to see any of the shit go down with no Doctor Ua, so he's fully since they all sort of like are separated. They're all just like, yeah, it was fucking Jessica. I heard as <laughs> yeah. much, and his. And his literal math wizard is like, yeah, that all adds up. Uh, <laughs> uh, so at this point, they run into a group of Fremen. Uh, Gurney has his has his men, some of whom are injured. Now, if you'll remember that uh, at some point back in book one, uh, Gurney Halleck has been appointed something of a ambassador to the Fremen. Not like a true ambassador, but like they're cool with him. They let him come and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Fremen know that Gurney Halleck is... Uh, safely hidden with some smugglers and is not is not uh, you know dead not not super dead uh, at least as far as we know he's probably plowing his way through the <laughs> Fremen right oh that I was Duncan Dun- Dun- Idaho was was having was having oh okay tons tons of uh, state sanctioned sex with old spinsters <laughs> <laughs> you love to see it I'm so I'm so proud of proud of this one doing amazing for sweetie the state. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Fremen suggest that uh they travel the sand sink, you know, the 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 area below a dune. There's an area below a dune? Yeah. The the yeah. You've never told us about the area below the dunes, Rory. Not like beneath the dunes, Andy. It's uh just what's at the bottom of a dune. Like <sighs> you have the mount the pile. Right? You have the pile and then, yeah. and the hole. And then the divot sort of at the, at the base <laughs> the of curve, the pile. The, the trough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. So the Fremen suggest they travel the trough uh, at night without shields going. Uh, shields with their uh, uh, warbling, their, uh, their mm. laser shields, uh, track the worms just like, uh, just like tunneling and stuff. Right. Now, son, if you're, if you're not respectful, you'll draw the worm. <laughs> oh, I don't like the implications of any of that particular skit you just did. It doesn't, you know, look, we don't think about it. So <laughs> at this point, we have a bit of a sort of culture studies between Howat and the Fremen. Uh, Howat keeps trying to haggle with them to, uh, to, to tend to his wounded, that there's, you know, a, any debt accrued can be repaid once... Uh, once this uh, coup business is all cleared up, right? Mm. That's what they all say. Uh, well, the Fremen keeps suggesting that Hawat see the water needs of the tribe, and he is confused why the Fremen keeps bringing this up. Uh, see to the the water needs of your tribe. Uh, like it's down the hall to the left. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. So then the Fremen start asking uh, Hawat about the artillery that's being used like what what are these weapons what you know what should we expect the fremen just captured a weapon while killing a hundred harkonnen men including sardaukar and capturing them 
how what's astounded at their ability to just like capture Sardaukar, like that ain't no thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fremen are kind of not super, uh, not super impressed by the Sardaukar. I mean, uh, I guess enough so to tell them apart from the mercenaries, like they're they're a cut above. But the Fremen did not find that they were uh, just like, ah, oh, cops a cop. <laughs> exactly. Boy, I mean, they're kind of giving me stormtrooper vibes right now, where everyone says they're scary and then they show up, and you're like. Mm. This is fucking baby town, clown town, frolics. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, basically uh, they've been sort of talk, talking all this shop and uh, one of one of how it's dudes just uh, just eats it right there. Uh, so then four Fremen kind of take the guy off. Uh, how it has figured out what the water needs of the tribe means. And uh, all of his men are like, you can't, we got to bury this guy. And it tells him that's totally what's going to happen, and we're not going to e- eat him for water. A big, juicy corpse? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you can just bury a big, juicy bag of skin? Uh, well, it's rendered down for water. They some they have some means of extracting all of his blood, and I guess just I guess you just bleed him, like blood let him out, and then uh, filter that through the still suit. Well, mm. no, I mean, you can gussy it up all you want, but they basically just squeeze him real hard until it comes <laughs> it's out. It's like yeah. a lemon. <laughs> So then the uh, the carpet bombing continues and the Fremen get Howitt and his guys to safety among the rocks. Uh, they have uh, basically so uh, during the previous haggle where where the Fremen had no interest in trading with Howat for, uh, uh, you know, Dukely favors it, to be paid in a future time. It's down the hall and to the left. <laughs> now, <laughs> now Hawat has water in the form of his dead men and have something to trade. So the so the Fremen are on board. Ah. So five of the Fremen leave the rocks and go stand uh, stand out in the open. They wait silently as the Ornithopter lands and five Sardaukar exit the vehicle. The Sardaukar wander towards the obvious bait when suddenly more Fremen sprout from the sand. Like, uh, I think this is the scene for the six. Tuscan... Well, yeah, like, well, I was thinking, too, in Star Wars, right? When the, right. the Tuscan Raiders pop up out of the sand. Right, right, right. Uh, they kill all five of the Sardaukar and uh, take the Ornithopter. And then stick uh, the straws in and slurp it up. These three guys just hop in the, heli- in the Ornithopter mm-hmm. uh, and start flying towards a big troop carrier. And they just do a straight-up kamikaze on it, crash the thing with their little Ornithopter. Wow. Sorry, who did that? Through the three Fremen who were part of the the killing the Sardaukar uh, oh. attack, and they were just happens like, pretty quick. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they just yeah get in the Ornithopter and just go go ham on something. Dang. The Fremen consider this a reasonable exchange in water, in you know their loss for uh, for many dead Harkonnens, and then everybody decides to go get water from the from the crashed uh, from the crash. So drink a bunch of people. Sure. <laughs> okay, look, I want to point out something, which is that we, I, f- I feel like over the last several episodes, we've sort of been lulled into a just following along with the story and we haven't uh-huh. busted, we haven't busted Rory or Dune for some crazy bullshit for a while. Like we're just sort of nodding and smiling, but like this drink people shit is really macabre. Yeah. It's well, like, we don't actually, we don't know how the, how the people's water gets reclaimed. <laughs> 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 is that a, the people's water uh, yeah um 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they're like, you know, in, in Looney Tunes, when you're you're hallucinating and somebody turns into a big juicy steak, you know, I mean, essentially, <laughs> yeah. these people are looking at other people like Capri Suns walking around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is one last thing that happens. It's kind of a doozy in this one as they're as they're making as they're making for the the crash kind of out of nowhere. A uh, bunch of guys in blue uniforms kill the the Fremen that, that were working with them and uh, knock out Thufir Hawat with the, the butt of a knife. Ooh. Oh. This is, uh, yeah, a bit of a twist. But, oh, okay. Uh, we don't know. We don't, we we don't, don't know, know who any, the blue who the we, blue. We don't are. know. I had thought that the, the Atreides might be the blue guys, but then why would they attack Hawat? So it's, it's, it's a confusing moment. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Huh. Interesting. I guess we'll find out more next week. So, hey, Andrew, do you want to, uh, do you want to kick back, regurgitate like a little baby bird or like a yeah. mama bird? Do you want <laughs> like a mama a mom- bird? What Rory in this, in this situation is Rory the grandmama? Correct. And then f- That's correct. I'm the worm. <laughs> and then mama bird eats the worm. Okay. I and, eat the worm. And now Austin's the baby. No, the I'm baby. one of the mama birds. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the listeners whole- are the baby birds. Oh, no. fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, as long I guess I guess as long as Austin gets to be a mama bird, uh, <laughs> I yes, I'll chew this one up for you. So today we talked about chapters twenty three and twenty four, and uh, I actually don't know that we got a title for twenty four. Do you have one, Rory? Ooh, let's take the old lookaroony and say that twenty four. I think we should call this one Fremen don't drink people question mark. yeah so in chapter 23 paul and mommy tent time uh (laughs) i think that that's sort of self-explanatory they have some tent time and uh mommy's like fuck the book's about my son now and that sucks and then the baron is just like dropping bombs everywhere because he doesn't have a better idea and so they don't get hit by the bombs somehow that I guess I'm a little unclear on. They just kind of walk the other way and well, don't no, no, get no. bombed. They, Paul finds a shovel. <laughs> You're so right. Yes, Paul finds a shovel. It's an incredibly crucial moment. Uh, and then we zoomed over to chapter 24, Fremen don't drink people. And we have just a bunch of negotiating between Thufir Hawat and the Fremen about just a lot of dead bodies with juice inside and honestly i don't i don't know if anything else happened during that chapter because i just i've just been thinking about drinking corpses this whole time and how (laughs) fucking metal and gnarly that is baby you got Um, a stew going you got a stew going uh and i guess at the very end there is a sort of confusing betrayal and thufir hawad is knocked out and uh unknown did i do a good job that that totally covers it, man. That's that is the that is a a solid gist. Fuck yeah, and and that's uh, that's our intro to book two, I guess. Yeah, we're in uh, it now. We're in the thick of it. The thick dune, thick <laughs> dune. Thick, the in the thickness of the dune. <laughs> I like that. If if the bottom is the trough and the top is the pile, then like <laughs> everything in between is the thick. Is the, <laughs> the thick of the dune. <laughs> I'm going to go as a dune for Halloween. <laughs> it's a three-man costume. You can see the piles here. I think given when the movie is going to come out, being a dune for Halloween is a 
is not that's a bad actually pick. pretty pretty timely. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know the movie's already come out kind of in international. internationally. Yeah, isn't that weird? For- isn't that weird? I forgot how that to happens? check if it's. I forgot to check if it's out in Mexico. Oh, oh shit. So that you could fucking get so ahead I can of us. See the movie, but they might have, you know, it might be dubbed into Spanish. You never know. Yeah, you, you can get it. You know the book. You'll follow I along. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, all right, fellas. I think I think it's time to I think it's time to walk out into the into the into the sand. I don't know if we had a Dune you later. No. Dune see you next time. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you want to hear more shows from us, we have two more for you. The Infinite Backlog is our extremely exciting Marvel podcast where we started at 1961 and we move forward with way too much reading. Wham, bam, pow. (laughs) And you get to hear almost every week Rory and Shane complain about how much reading it is. There's so much reading. It's always Warlock. (laughs) It comes out most Saturdays. Saturday morning, Tuesdays, you guys, it's the show that started it all. Uh, You can hear me, Rory, and Andy, and we are on this journey most Tuesdays where we are looking through the weirdest and wildest, coolest and droolest uh, (laughs) cartoons, children's cartoons, adult cartoons from all across the spectrum of time. We're going to cover your favorite show. Maybe we're going to talk about the ones you hate. Probably. (laughs) And it's a great, wonderful time. So be sure to catch that. And of course, if you enjoyed this show or any of our shows, really, and you want to support us, we do have a Patreon chock full of bonus content. Everything from videos to sound clips to even some fun art that I get to make for you once a month. Um, And, you know, even if you can't support us monetarily, if you don't have anything to give... We would just love it if you joined our Discord and send us memes. Um, send memes to us all day long. Keep us awake all night long with your memes. We love memes. We consume them. Just ruin us with your memes. <laughs> Please ruin us with your memes. As always, our links are in the episode description. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Laters. Laters.